0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Bootstrap Founder Podcast. My name is Abit Kahl, and every day I talk about bootstrapping, entrepreneurship, and building in public. This episode is called Scalable Customer Service for Bootstrappers. And first, a word from our sponsor. MicroAcquire is the number one startup acquisition marketplace and is simply the most efficient and free option to sell a startup when you're ready to make your next move. Here's a story as a founder, you may be constantly building and learning how to grow projects into real businesses that can hopefully allow you to one day quit your day job. And if you put in enough practice, it's not a matter of if, but when, and that's the story of Joe Su, a Shopify app developer who dedicated all his after work hours to the craft. Starting in 2016, the first few flopped, but over time, a couple took off and fast forward to 21 and Joe had two Shopify apps that were mildly successful, but neither were the breakthrough successes that would enable him to quit his day job. Not until his third big app did he feel he'd hit a home run, but soon became bogged down running three businesses in tandem. So he began speaking to business brokers about a possible sale of his first two apps. Weeks passed and no one got back to him. The passing time was hurting Joe, and that's when he decided to try MicroAcquire. He was curious what it was like to speak to buyers directly, but knowing the platform was completely free for sellers, it felt like he had nothing to lose at that point. Joe would later refer to that decision to list on MicroAcquire as life-changing. Within a few months of listing both of his Shopify apps, he engaged with multiple buyers, and even some of them were interested in apps he hadn't listed and had made a few friends with other people in the Shopify app ecosystem. And he was surprised at all the unexpected benefits to listing on microacquire, but the biggest one was successfully selling his two apps for a combined total of $2 million. If you're a founder with multiple startups and you want to sell for any reason, go check out microacquire. It's completely free for founders and the buyer interest is at an all time high. Microacquire tells me that founders are able to create their sellers listings in just one day, and the Microacquire team can take it live on the marketplace in less than 24 hours after that. So if you're serious about selling, go create your free seller listing at microacquire.com. And now, let's get started. When we sold Feedback Panda back in 2019 for a life-changing amount of money, we still ran it as a two person business. Although we had over 5,000 customers at that point, which generated roughly $55,000 in monthly recurring revenue, we didn't need a dedicated customer support position in our education technology SaaS business. We built a highly scalable process for handling customer service. And that is what I want to talk about today. I will share the process with you. Our customer service strategy was based on three pillars. The first one was offering useful self-service as much as possible. The second one was consolidating knowledge as soon as it appears. And the third one was documenting everything to reduce manual repetition and mistakes. Let's dive into these three foundational choices and explore how they can be implemented in your business. First is useful self-service. If you are a solopreneur, Or if you have a really small team, you won't have time for chatting with your customers all day, there is operational work to be done and products need to be maintained and all kinds of tasks will occupy your time, but customers don't care. They need help the moment they run into trouble. Your best bet is to allow them to find all the support they need without needing to talk to you directly. At Feedback Panda, we recognized early on that our customer base ran into the same kinds of problems, which is understandable because they all use the same SaaS product in similar ways. And we were using Intercom at the time. That's a customer relationship management system that offers direct website based chat features, chat bubble, and a lot more. We quickly understood that our best bet there would be to curate a customer facing knowledge base. And that's what we did from day one, a knowledge base is essentially a searchable digital manual for your product. At the very least, it's that. If it's well integrated with your live chat tool, it can become a customer service automation engine and the engine of your dreams, really. Because if your customers have access to a knowledge base that shows them optimal solutions to common problems that they experience every day, you can expect people to check those out themselves before reaching out to you. People want to figure things out themselves and they understand the whole teach a man to fish quote all too well, if they can get it right themselves, they won't need to reach out repeatedly and they know it. So if you offer a well-maintained knowledge base that is easy to find and contains well-written articles, you will offload a significant amount of work back to the customer. And that's work that they would have to do by themselves anyway, because they need to fix their own problems. And a quick reminder here, common problems should be fixed in the product, not by a help desk article. But there are kinds of issues that exist somewhere between the existing workflows and your product, outside of your products, such as how to copy and paste data into your product, or filling out the details in the configuration page for an email server, All of those things can't be solved by a product, but they have to be guided through. So providing detailed guides that customers can quickly reference will do more for you than trying to force a technical solution onto your customers at that point. Let's talk about the second pillar here, knowledge consolidation, because they are all connected. You can probably tell, but it's important. During our first few months... Running this business, we noticed that some problems occurred more often than others, they were more common. And I can tell you guiding your 15th customer through the same multi-step process by hand, that gets tedious quickly. After a few of those repeat responses, we implemented a simple, but extremely effective process for our customer service interactions. Whenever a customer asked a novel question, one we hadn't heard before, we'd follow these steps. One. We would help them out immediately with their problem in a direct one-on-one live chat, personal help. Two, we would take internal screenshots of how we solved the problem, just as we solved it, and if the process was too complex for screenshots, the person helping the customer would often create an internal screen recording for our own reference, and three, immediately after completing the customer service interaction, after we helped them, we would create a new knowledge base article that had a title with a word for word restatement of the customer question, the most common way that people ask, it would contain a step-by-step guide through the solution process, one paragraph or more per step. And it had multimedia component such as screenshots that we recreated and if needed, short loom based videos explaining key concepts right there on the page. And if the problem was time-sensitive, five, we would set up an autoresponder for phrases similar to the one that triggered the question we received. And Intercom provided that. It was really nice. And this process is why we could handle customer support for more than 5,000 customers with just two co-founders and zero employees. Whenever a new problem occurred, we would often have the help desk article finished and deployed before the problem occurred for somebody else again. And when it did, that customer would be automatically presented with a fully illustrated step-by-step guide for solving their exact problem. And it made our lives infinitely easier since the most commonly experienced problems also occurred most often. We got to them first and with every new knowledge based article, we would just remove one major source of interruption from our busy days. And that leads us to number three, document everything else. Of course, there were problems that were not that common, right? Issues like that appear randomly and are often so unique that a solution to them can't be generalized. And these are usually softer problems. People who misconfigured something outside of a product, like their computer or that browser installation, or somebody had stolen somebody's credit card and that resulted in a strange error we'd never seen before. It's hard to generalize these things. And many of these problems were related to private information and manual internal steps that we would need to take, like a data migration that needed to happen because a customer lost access to their Facebook account. These are real examples that we couldn't just create a customer facing article with the solution because we needed to implement it, but we still documented it internally. And in these cases, we made sure to write down what we did, why we did it and how we solved the problem if possible in a massive Google doc that we kept for just these purposes. And initially it was a free form approach and that was enough, but we quickly outgrew it. So instead we established standard operating procedures for each of these problems in a fresh Google Doc that was well-structured. We had a template, an SOP template for every new issue that needed a manual intervention. Now, every business develops its own SOPs eventually and because the processes mirror the internal structure and needs of the individual business. But still, I will share ours because it's straightforward. And should allow you to find a version that works for you quickly. You could just adapt it to whatever needs you have. So let me share our standard operating procedure template. And it's very, very simple. It starts with a title. That's a catchy name that makes it easy to find in a pinch, like export all invoices, very clear what that means. Then you state the problem, like customer needs all invoices they ever settled, sent to them via email. The solution is the next step. Customer receives an email with all the invoices attached as PDF files. And then you list the steps. You log into the back office. Number one. Two, you select the customer by email. Then three, you click export data, whatever features you have. You click on invoices, select all, send the customer an email, double check that the email address is correct, then click send, and then inform the customer in your chat that the email has been sent, and that will appear within 10 minutes. Step by step. And then you have notes, and that's anything that might trip you up. Like this email could go into spam, tell the customer if the email isn't received, check their spam folder. You can add many, many things to a template like this, like an estimation for how long things might take, who to talk to for problems in your company, what logins, passwords to use, but don't put them in there. Just reference them where they are stored, and many, many more things. What matters is that such SOPs make your responses much faster and more reliable, and they make your business much more sellable. The S and SOP should stand for sellable because building up an operations manual like this for your business is a robust signal for a potential acquirer that you have automated and documented your business to make it easier for them to bring in their own people. A well-documented business changes hands easier, and that will net you a premium if you ever intend to sell your SaaS. And even if you don't, writing down your process, well, it's just you. Will make migra- migrating the work to new hires much easier in the future. When we sold Feedback Panda, we transitioned our jobs to our replacements, and our SUPs made this an almost hands off process. We had documented everything, so there was no need to reach out to us for the person that was now doing the job. All they needed to do was to check our SOPs document. And if you ever want to hire your first customer service rep, they'll have everything they will ever need. And they can start adding new articles and SOPs on their very first day as well, because the help desk documentation process itself is an SOP. And having this established at Feedback Panda was bliss. We sold the business and transitioned over everything. Within a matter of days, that's the power of a well-maintained knowledge base, customer service automation, and an operations manual full of well-structured SOPs. It's highly effective at running, optimizing, and ultimately handing over your business. So if you want to scale your customer service, start it with smart processes. And PS, Intercom is not the only business. There are alternatives out there. You can check out Crisp or Help Scout. Just figure out which of these solutions work for your business. But they're all interesting. And that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Bootstrap Founder podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Avid Kahl, A R V I D K A H L. You'll find my book, Zero to Sold and The Embedded Entrepreneur, and my Twitter course, find you following there as well. If you want to support me and the Boots & Founder podcast, please leave a rating and a review by going to ratethispodcast.com slash founder. Thank you very much for listening and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.